Welcome everyone. We're here. We're we're queer. Get used to it. That's what you're gonna say, right? And uh, words and stuff. Um, I'm sober right now. I don't know why I'm fumbling this. Uh, this week, as it shows in the title, there we are reviewing Akira. And um, to start things off. We're going to do what we usually do and uh, and uh, tell you all of our introductions to this week's film. Uh, the way I have you guys here on my screen, Stephen, if you want to start us off, what was your introduction to this week's movie, Akira? Wow, Akira. What can I say about Akira? Well, how about this? I first saw Akira <laughs> when I was in middle school. And it horrified me. <laughs> I was at a sleepover, I believe, and it was like a birthday party. And it came on a random channel. I think it was one of the, like the, you know. Sci-fi? I don't think it was sci-fi because I don't think we had sci-fi at this point in time. Uh, it was like a showcase or something. It was like one of the like. 29 or 39 or whatever. Listen, I oh, you grew up in the same area as you. Right, right, my bad. <laughs> but 39 maybe. <laughs> If we want to get technical, it was actually uh, thirty nine. It was thirty nine in uh, in Halifax. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, weird. Maybe the they same. just like decided to like succinctly go across the board. Like we need to get thirty nine everywhere. Uh, anyway, I'm pretty sure it was that because they used to play um, anime every once in a while, and I wasn't like I, I really enjoyed the anime that I was familiar with at that time, but it was very juvenile stuff, you know, like. Pokemon and uh, Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z and that kind of stuff. Uh, the things that everybody's familiar with, you know, like I'm not going to be able to say Goku to my mom and she'll know what it is, but I would be like, you know what Dragon Ball Z is? And she might know. She might be like, that's the one with like the dragon or something and the balls. <laughs> uh anyway nailed it yeah uh when i first saw this movie the reason that we were watching it is because one guy said that there was lots of boobs in it and i was like boobs one, okay one and then the whole time i was waiting for boobs and there's like one moment and it's not like horrifying when you see the boobs it's, it's not even yeah like good also she's like gotta be 15 right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah anyway a lot of things uh, wrong with it and i was like are there more boobs or is it only like horrifying robocop levels of violence for the rest of the movie <laughs> and it's to answer that question it's pretty much just horrifying robocop levels of violence for the rest of the movie um and it it frightened me like i was actually a little bit a lot and then after that a lot of anime like if it was late night anime i was always a little mm. bit nervous because the violence is it's like top tier violence man it's like tarantino level violence love um, it. i love it now like now that i have a fully developed mind and can disassociate like horrifying imagery from like a craft that is amazing um i really liked it anyway the first time i saw it in middle school didn't like it was scared of it for a long time and uh i I, you know, I'm obviously familiar with all the iconography, uh, and I have seen it since then, but I don't think I've seen it all the way through since then, because I, I watched it yesterday and I, I found myself uh, completely engrossed in everything. Um, and with that, I think I'll pass it on to whomever is next. That brings us to 
Oh, it's right. You might, might, I might be pointing the wrong way. Um, you're pointing the right way on the Instagram, but on the Zoom, it's just all wrong. It does yeah, not. Okay, that's okay because people on Instagram they don't know about our they don't know about our secret recordings. They don't know that I have the Trapper Keeper Cartman Akira monster as my background. <laughs> um, my introduction to this movie was very similar to Steve's, and Kaylin, I'm I'm imagining yours is also going to be very similar. But nope. you have to. Oh, all right. But you have to sort of. It, there's a few things that sort of come together when I think about Akira. It's seeing Ninja Scroll for the first time. Mm. Uh, my dad rented it actually when I was like a really little kid. Your and dad rented Ninja Scroll. My dad rented Ninja Scroll. And we watched Ninja Scroll. Man, your dad's a pervert. It's not that I haven't seen Ninja. I'm Scroll calling in the police years. right now. Your dad is going to jail. <laughs> I assume that has <laughs> boobs in it. It also has extreme violence, just like this movie. Yes. Um, but there's another thing that happened that was kind of weird in my childhood where my dad gave me, like, he collected comic books and he put a manga in my comic, in my, in my backpack to take to school. And he didn't proofread the manga first. And I want to say it was Ghost in the Shell, but I don't think Ghost in the Shell has, like, rape imagery. Was it Ranma Half or whatever that other one? No, Ranma Half is, like, a kid's, is kid's shit. Yeah, but um, there's stuff. Is there? But there's stuff. There's stuff, man. Yeah, because he turns into a girl and stuff. Oh, I thought well, the Ram. Oh, I didn't know it was a weird pervert anime. Anyway, I digress. So I don't think I that have... turning into a girl is pervert. <laughs> I think that's a very fairly normal thing nowadays. No, no, but they show stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. You can say boobs on the internet. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Anyway, let me our... just get through this, please. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was at your dad's house for a sleepover and he showed me no, <laughs> this so, movie when I was in middle school. So what happened was I watched it. I watched Ninja Scroll real young and I got this, I got this manga. It was just, it came with a comic book. I looked, I leafed through it and I saw horrific images and I took it to my teacher and I was like, what the fuck? And the teacher was like, oh dear God. So they had to talk me with my parents. And then, so that just means though, that the, you know, anime experience as it was called Japanimation back then also. And the word yeah. anime wasn't coined till the late nineties when Dragon Ball Z came out on television here. Uh, but, it, but at the same time, so I, it was, I was of two worlds. I had Ninja Scroll under my belt. I had this horrifying, like probably messed me up a little bit manga that I had read. I knew what Japanimation was, but at the same time, some of my favorite cartoons were Maya the Bee, fucking that. Return to Oz, and Astro Boy, which are all famous, which are like the, 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 the triple threat of original anime. Maya the Bee was uh anime? You don't remember Maya the Bee? I remember Maya the Bee. I just don't It was the same like... animation house as uh, Return to Oz and Astro Boy. Nice. Toei or whatever. Anyway, uh, so... We fast forward till I'm in my formative years. I'm a teenager. I'm probably about 12 or 13. And Akira comes on at a sleepover. And I got to tell you, I had read about it in video game magazines. I had always wanted to see it. There was the promise of boobies. But this thing <laughs> changed my fucking life, dude. Um, it, ma it made me, like, appreciate, like, the Japanese view of post Hiroshima um, America and J Japan. It made me appreciate that 
that view so much because because I immediately watched this thing and I'm like, why is it Neo Tokyo? And what like what is this based off of? And through my teens, the, the rise of the internet would happen. The, the, the vast uh, information superhighway would sort of begin happening. And I was able to read about all of these things and, and what it meant. And Akira is one of the most important pieces of art probably ever created because it is sort of Neo, the Neo Tokyo sort of equals that Neo uh, post-World War II fear of the nuclear, the nuclear weapons. And I know it turns out in this movie that it's not, it's not a nuclear weapon you're seeing at the very beginning. It's a, well, we'll get into the story, but like, I would go on to see this movie many times, but here's the thing. I haven't seen this movie in about 15 years. And I don't, there's a giant chunk. I don't remember from around the middle. I don't remember that whole fight with the like, with the like hover, hover plane thing in the sewer. Like I didn't remember any of that. So I was rediscovering it for the first time. And I'm probably going to watch, this is another movie much like our John Carpenter month where I'm going to watch this fucking movie all the time now. Yeah, so, I uh, I ordered it on Blu-ray, and then my partner found it. They have a country, or no, it was Funimation. It's, it's on something. Funimation, yeah. Yeah, and we watched it, and I was like, oh, maybe I can cancel the Blu-ray. And then at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, well, not, not canceling that Blu-ray. Yes, <laughs> nice. yeah. I want that Blu-ray to show up at my door. Welcome to my side, Steven. Join me yeah. with the physical. No, I watched a bunch of stuff today, and I was uh, like, I, because it's, it's, yeah, then they have a lot of, uh, technical special special features which i really am interested in yeah. um i've mentioned before on the podcast that i'm i'm an illustrator and i am familiar with animation and i know how tedious drawing can be and how taxing it can be and just the sheer amount of drawings that go into a single second of this movie at times i mean that's is, gotta be actually kind of annoying oh my god like, it, it is but at the same time i'm like holy fuck they they yeah. they like that oh my god there's like that, that scene where the guy's rolling in slow motion yeah and i'm like yeah 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 they they drew all, like every single it's it's crazy like, man no, uh, it is you think crazy that this movie though was before like you know how the simpsons is famously made in like china or taiwan and like a basically like a sweatshop like animation studio where there's thousands of people so they can get an episode out every week was this movie made like that or was this movie in the no. 80s did they even have that concept yet um, and this is like a small team of animators so in studio. the in the early 80s late 70s early 80s it's when japan was like finally getting back on its feet from, from world war ii like yeah. they were they were in like a pretty rough patch for a very long time and uh animation was one of the things that they were uh just like boiling under the surface there was all this animation going on uh, things like Astro Boy and uh, the Ghibli stuff and like, you know, all of these things that were coming out, um, though it wasn't really like resonating worldwide, they had these people that were working and honing their craft for like 30 years. And like, those are the people that were working on these things. And it's crazy too, because the shows like Astro Boy, Maya the Bee and Return to Oz, they weren't on Saturday morning cartoons here. They were on at six o'clock in the morning. I used to get up at like 5 6 o'clock in the morning to watch these shows when get I was like six or seven years old. Get a big bottle of cereal, climb up on top of the fridge, and eat a, a bunch big of Flintstones vitamins and cooking chocolate. That used to be my my Saturday morning special. Yeah, <laughs> samurai pizza. Can 
Cats. Yeah. I remember. Ooh, I remember that one. That was a good um, one. Even Sailor Moon. And then Sailor Moon. A yeah. long time. I watched Sailor Moon. I never I told it. anyone because, like, oh, girls. I told everyone because I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, who, who fucking cares? You didn't walk around the playground being like, "Who's your favorite Sailor Scout?" And I was always like, "Green one, Mars baby, Mars the green one." Shit out of me. Um, that's Jupiter, I think. Yeah, Jupiter. Ooh, Jupiter. Yeah, yeah Jupiter. Oh yeah, um, no, it is. Yeah, Mercury is the best. But uh, the yeah, to but to answer okay. your question, Jason, like these people had been honing their craft for a very long time, and they this movie in particular changed the way that all of those animation studios within um, the border of Japan like considered animation. And for a, a minute afterwards, they were really trying to push the bar in terms of like how much they could do in terms of uh, making things look realistic in terms of animation, which is extremely difficult to do because the more realistic, the more frames, the more frames, the more you have to draw an image over and over and over again. And there are examples in this movie where they do literally 24 images for one second. For a second yeah. that goes by, there's tw 24 so drawings. That's like that's like three days of work for one second of the movie. And it's a two and a half, no, it's not two and a half, but it's two hours two, long. Two hours yeah. and five minutes. I watched, um, yeah. I watched it in 1080p and there were moments where this fucker, this fucking thing went into 60 frames a second. And it's, it's surreal. It's surreal to watch these old animes go like, I know it's like upscaled 60 frames per second, you know, because it's, it's a, it's a rip of a, of a Blu-ray, but I, you see it happen and it looks really cool. It, it happens with old video games a lot when you're playing them on modern TVs. If, if you're playing on a system where it'll allow, there's no cap and it'll allow it to go up to 60 frames. It happened to me last time playing Resident Evil, the original one, but like the remake. And that thing went into 60 frames per second a couple of times. And I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome that they can upscale this stuff now. What about 64 games? Nintendo 64, absolutely. I thought sure. you were going to say 64 games a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, be I'm beating 64 games a second this year. It's uh, trying. Um, Allow me to regale you with my introduction to this fine... Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot that we hadn't even done yours yet. Yeah, sorry. I, I forgot you were here. No, I didn't forget you were here. Here, we just got into a really good convo there for a second. Yes, Go ahead. we did, and that's why I didn't want to interrupt it. But this guy right here, this cover stood out to me so much. It's very uh, cool, right? When I used to do my little walkthroughs of uh, HMV, and me of all people, I'm almost like ashamed of myself that. I never checked this movie out until the uh, pandemic started. You, you, you love Dragon Ball so much and you've never right? seen Akira? Right? Like, I, I've heard a little bit about it, uh, the name. I saw the cover. I'm like, well, it looks fucking cool. I don't know why I never got it. You were probably um, also familiar with, like, a lot of the imagery from the movie without even really realizing that you were familiar with it. There's so yeah, many things and, in this movie that I was like, that and that and that from other stuff. There's yeah. definitely a few things for sure, and that'll come up uh, later on, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I, I never, for whatever reason, committed to it. Uh, when the pandemic uh, first hit, so Jason, you kind of like just started checking out movies altogether. I started 
going through like the movies you got to see before you die kind of thing or whatever um for the ones that i hadn't like there's most of them i saw but there's a few like little here and there that i didn't this one being one of them like okay finally i'm gonna check it out (laughs) it's visually so uh, like the what i like about cartoons like and because it doesn't have to be like a childish thing as this movie clearly demonstrates um but what i like about uh animation i guess is a better more adult way of saying it uh is you can do anything you want right there's your there's no limits you know what i mean your imagination is yeah. is the roof or whatever and it's uh, true yeah this so yeah this movie blew me away i was amazed that i didn't get to enjoy it for more years of my life <laughs> and uh it's definitely uh definitely uh Definitely one that will be replayed over and over quite often. With uh, you never saw it on like Saturday night on Showcase. They they used to show that like four times a year. Like Showcase had like ten movies they played on Saturday night, and then it would go into Red Shoe Diaries or some weird like pseudo softcore porn. Yeah. Um, but it was always like Reservoir Dogs, Naked Lunch. Is anybody else a boner? Akira. Do, uh, I need to fix my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so quick little the now when I first watched this, I wasn't entirely sure what I watched. I was kind of lost and confused a little bit. The main That's gist fair. of this movie—it's a very confusing movie, but at is. the same a time, it's, it's, a, it's actually more straightforward than you think it is, and I think right. the movie makes you think more than you need to think as to what's happening but also yeah, it's I, it, going into this movie with like a lot of our japanese rpgs played is helpful because there's a lot of tropes that japanese rpgs took from this movie so you can work it backwards and then a lot of little things make sense like how those three uh p- those three other akira kids can like all just talk to each other with their minds that's fair but i think that, or 25, there's also 26, especially after like the late 90s a lot of filmmakers in North America really lifted stuff from visually and also thematically from this movie um, that you would be familiar with if you hadn't seen this movie before, but you'd seen obvious like low hanging fruit would be the matrix. Like the matrix is like clearly a a massive influence was Akira when they were, when they were developing this movie. Right. Um, And then final fantasy seven. Yeah. Oh, God, I felt yeah. like I was watching That's... an animated film. Is that the one with the movie. big sword? That's the guy with the big sword. But the vi- the game nice. itself takes place in like a basically Neo Tokyo kind of yeah. a city. It's like an homage almost. Like it's so so yeah. close in terms of everything. The only thing that's missing is like talking animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm sure if we lived in the world of Akira for long enough, we would find a talking yeah. there's mutated definitely, animal. There's definitely Moogles and Chocobos if you just go outside. Of, well, that's uh, the thing Neo is, like, Tokyo. this movie, like many uh, anime movies, are is based on a manga that exists, yep. Um, yep. and it's and a series. Wasn't finished yet. A long, yeah, it wasn't finished yet, so they had to guess the ending, which happens a lot in <laughs> yeah. um, the animated versions of things. But uh, it also cut out like the middle four volumes. I think it like took the beginning okay. and the very end of the series and made the movie. But even this movie is like super long, and it like by the end of it, you're like it's getting very, uh, you know, like 
cerebral and sort of like <laughs> out there where you're like, okay, now I'm, it's up to interpretation now. Like everything after this point is whatever you as the viewer think happened, happened, um, which is fine. But I think after a certain point for me, I was like, you know, we could have taken the end and maybe just like, because there's two fights that are very similar between uh, Canada and uh, Tetsuko? Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Tetsuo, sorry. Tetsuo. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not super Akira fan, even though I'm wearing an Akira shirt. To be fair, Steve, uh, the, the Tetsuo thing was also like re- like brought back into internet pop culture when the Tetsuo uh, Kanata them yelling their names became like a super cut and was right. passed around in in the meme circles for for a minute probably yes. fucking 10 years ago so that's I where i edition. that's where i get the yelling tetsuo thing from it's i do know that it happens in this movie many times stay tuned for later when i give you my yell tetsuo it. count <laughs> when yell i it. yell it really loud um but yeah um anyway what i was saying is i was just saying how i would i would do a, a cut but like it's only because by the end of it Ooh, i was yeah. like holy frick it's still going um it's and a dense I, movie I think too. a lot of it is is just sort of like what do you think is going on here and presenting you with things and i'm like okay well i could have i could have probably you know come up with my own interpretation without this stuff Ooh. um and then also like the, the the fight in the stadium and the fight when the satellite is going off are quite similar. They're not super, I mean, they're not obviously not exactly the same, but like, I feel like I could have done with one or the other or a combination of the two. I didn't need to have two separate ones with a large chunk in between of them uh, leading up into the, the next one. But that's just my own personal opinion. Uh, and also I enjoyed both of those moments equally. I just was like, this movie's a little long. Uh, one it's other easy thing to get lost in it is and that, that's something that i was mentioning to you guys before we started recording was i watched it with subtitles uh in the original uh dub the japanese dub and i had a hard time with the subtitles and it's because i was so overwhelmed with the visuals and i haven't seen this movie in so long that i was like just looking at everything and like just <laughs> absorbing everything even the backgrounds like when there's like two people sitting in an office just being like well we've got to do this and that and this and then like in the background like the cityscape is slowly moving and like you know sparkle off a of glass and i'm like man this is all so beautiful looking and then i'm like ah shit i just missed like, like Imagine three things these drugs. guys said <laughs> uh I, I don't think i could handle it found myself having that issue too and that's why i don't fault people for wanting to watch uh english dubs of things especially for anime um just because of the fact that if you're just reading the subs the whole time you're gonna miss all kinds of cool mm. action but also the movie parasite um is it, there's oh, a lot so of good. it's hotly contended to be a movie that doesn't require an english dub but the did thing i tell is, you i watched it without the without the subtitles yeah i think i think you've talked about it on the show because i've told my i've told my uh, district nine story that's similar where we just thought we were supposed to just kind of but you watched it without the subtitles but like in uh in, in uh, the... korean right yeah yeah so, oh, so I, okay interesting i don't know what was like the first time i watched it no idea what was said but I knew what was going on and it was an amazing movie. I think that, cool, I man. think that was part of the filmmaker's intention considering it did so well in 
in North America, like maybe he, he had that in the back of his mind. Like if I'm going to sell this to, um, if I'm going to sell this to a North American like North audience, America. they have to be able to read the subtitles, but see what's going on in the movie. Yeah. So you, you can glance away from the words. There's also not a lot. It's not a, uh, it's not a, um, script heavy movie heavy also. yeah no yeah and no, I'm, like, I'm trying to like replay parasite in my brain right now and i'm like i think maybe i could follow this movie without it because it's like you get you get the idea yeah anyway yeah but my point my point is, is, is yeah. that's another movie where i think i want a just i want an english dub of it just because i want to watch everything that's about going Netflix on. now isn't it yeah but they, i don't think there's an english dub of it even now I don't think they ever no. made one unless it's a, there's a fa- there might be a fan one made because fans just pick up the slack all the time check us out <laughs> yeah i mean I, but i think at the end of the day we can all agree that english dubs are always rough uh even if it's you know if you watch like the miyazaki stuff or the the ghibli things the things the movies that like they hire prestigious a-list actors to do their dubs it still sounds like stilted and weird because they're trying to keep up with the, the lip syncing right you have like billy bob thornton being like oh well uh you know <laughs> he just that's, like tries to catch up to something you know, like, that's weird though because you watch weird. later animes um i watched bleach and naruto in my mid-20s because i was really i got really back into anime when you were able to torrent naruto everything. has a shitload of episodes fuck man naruto had a shitload of episodes when i stopped watching it and then now there's Loki put me on to naruto i I check it out every once in a while yeah it's a great show it's it's got some really good season finales that's and music season finales and music are that show's forte and naruto's a great character but i digress um (laughs) i watched naruto in with english dub and they didn't have the same problem where the mouth maybe it's because with computers now you can make the mouth fit a little bit better kind of like how when they do video games they can just read just reanimate the mouth part i'm sure that they have the power to do that but i'm not sure that they do because it would probably be very expensive when they can just tell the actor to 10 million dollars um well they definitely didn't have the ability to do it in 1988 no um, they made one movie and they got the voice actors to like work around no, no, they yeah. they they did the they did the dialogue first, and they drew. Well, oh, sorry, you're talking about for the dub. Right? For the well, that's dub, how they yeah. do all yeah. animation. Is they they do the they do the recording of the actors first, even in North America, and then they animate to the performances because that's how you get good performances out of your animated I reading, characters. I, I was reading yeah. that some places don't do it, or maybe didn't do it at that time anyway. Like there was the reverse. Sorry, I mean like I so like Disney, for example, they will always right. they have always recorded the yeah. dialogue first so they can get the most natural sounding performances and then they animate to that afterwards. Yeah. Um and I was going to, to make a point, but I'm not sure it's completely valid. Um Ooh. which which is that like I I don't have an issue with television show, animated television shows, particularly anime. Um, when they are dubbed because those are you know they're full of like sort of like matte paintings and then characters having conversations and there is action and obviously there's beautiful animation happening but this movie like literally every frame is full of stuff that you can just look at the opening shot I was watching it with my partner and like pans up from some buildings the buildings get smaller you see a massive city 
this buildings get tinier and tinier and tinier and, and like before the explosion even happened i, I was like holy shit somebody painted that <laughs> that probably <laughs> took them like there's an, a there's week and a half to paint that whole thing later in the movie towards the end where things are exploding and there's just like a stationary shot of like water exploding out this oh it was when the when the orb when the akira orb is coming out yeah it's coming out from the uh from the like underneath is it between the, buildings it's it, it shows like between buildings and it shows like water or like steam or something coming out Smoker, every, yeah yeah every layer was different and it was all moving independently of one another and it just held yeah. this shot for a solid literally 30 seconds and i'm not being hyperbolic 30 seconds is a long time in a movie or a tv show yeah. and i was like i can't stop looking at this especially looks... if you're drawing 24 drawings for one second <laughs> like, like the minuscule movement or like uh alteration to it that's crazy i had yeah. like a similar moment in the movie jason but it wasn't even something as grand it was like you know i don't remember the characters names but when the guy with like the weird rabbit teeth is walking and he's talking to the guy and they're oh, walk guy. they're walking on a bridge and they're walking by all these buildings and you can see the city moving beyond those buildings and then as they move past the buildings you can see the sides of the buildings moving and i was like there's like seven layers here and then i was like just looking at all of the stuff that was happening and then i was like i don't even care what these guys are talking about and then they start talking about like a cult or whatever that are like akira will come back and i was like no no go back to those buildings i want to see the buildings yeah, that the uh, I would I would venture to say that anime as we know it, like televised, like Dragon Ball, Bleach, Naruto, even Berserk. Berserk. If you've never seen Berserk, go watch Berserk. Uh, the original series is like twenty episodes, and then they've made a bunch of more modernized ones with like CGI, and they actually remade it. But the original is always better in my opinion, for a lot of things. Think... And that one's pretty detailed in that, like, it's a lot, there's a lot of sword fighting. So you're getting the whole range of motion, but the backgrounds are pretty stationary. And what my point is, is that the anime, as we know, it's usually like Steve said, a, a matte painting background with things things happening on it. The modes are are the only thing that are really animated in a lot of scenes. It's very mm -hmm. slow. Um, it's very cheap. It's very, very cheap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And movies like this, Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli, um they're disney like they're disney caliber yep. productions 10 million dollars i think that this movie um you know it came out in 1988 which is like you know around the time of the renaissance of disney when like the little mm -hmm. mermaid and beauty yep. and the beast and all that stuff started coming out and i would bet my bottom dollar that they saw this stuff and was like we can we have to up our game we can't just have like a painting of a forest and someone being like la, 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 like dancing <laughs> through it where they just draw a person dancing through a painting they're like we need to like really get crazy and kaylin i wanted to bring it back to what you said earlier which is when it's animation you can you can really uh you can let your imagination go crazy and you can do anything that comes into your head and that is 100 true and I think that it's only possible in animation. And I don't think that even like a, an amalgamation of live action and animation can accomplish what strictly animation can do. Um, Not in a favorable, concise way. No, no. Like, and you'll I always mean, it's see the, the difference. It's the reason that like every live action remake of a Disney movie just doesn't have the same yeah. impact 
and I, I know that we're adults and like we're gonna watch them and be like Ugh, nothing like the original i want to see bonjour 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 bonjour, bonjour. like obviously i'm gonna like the original beauty and the beast more than the remake but you can do things that you can't do which is like you know you can pan in and then go right up to a person's face yeah go away from that person's face unless you're gonna throw in like a rubbery uh emma watson for a second like you're not gonna be able to accomplish those things um so that's something that i appreciate that you said because i i was gonna make that point as well but you beat me to the punch brother yeah well thank you yeah great mind um shout out to what you said though about the technical aspect about this uh so i read it was uh 160,000 um, images. Uh, like the movies comprise 160,000 and 327 different colors, which uh, I guess they, the, a lot I didn't of know that many colors existed, <laughs> right? Because a lot of stage and hues and like where, yeah. um, with like lighting and stuff like that. I wonder how many, do you know how many artists worked on it? Because that's something I'd be interested in knowing. I didn't notate it, I didn't look it up. No, that's My fine. Point. I can look it up later. I just, uh, I just can't I am imagine curious to know though, because yeah, either because yeah, if it's not a big team, if it's a you know intimate team, like that must have taken forever. Like, you, like you were saying, very tedious. Like, just to you know be able to stay involved and, and enthusiastic and not go crazy. Like, you'd have to take breaks or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Well, you think about insane. how many Disney movies came out in the '90s, right? And like, even beyond every year, that, every single uh, year. Much. yeah they and recycled so, a lot of stuff though if you they did and they also created technology to make things more streamlined and easier yeah uh, but they also had a huge team of people working at the same time and they also all worked like ridiculous hours uh i remember seeing this like documentary about like disney animators and how they would work for like a year and a half straight with like no breaks like every day just drawing and like walt disney is like <laughs> like smoking a cigarette like faster faster <laughs> yeah Draw i heard faster. he wasn't the best boss <laughs> um but then Jason, are you looking up like, how many animators there were they would give yeah, them like a crazy vacation afterwards like it was like a week long week long where, vacation. Disneyland? i don't think it was at disneyland they would send them somewhere that wasn't disney related <laughs> i remember Sorry, i can't I remember don't... i zoned out for a second reading that like some stuff about this movie it's not really it's, that's why I was looking away. So my apologies. It's okay. We I was trying to find you. out if there was ever a live action. They talked about it, but it was going to cost $300 million. So they yeah. they're still talking about it. it. It's not done they're, yet. Did you yeah, see exactly. who the director was supposed to be at one point, which really made me excited for a second until I found out what happened. Is it like James <laughs> no Cameron? Taika Waititi. Oh. So it would be like... What happened? That's an odd he did, choice he's doing love and thunder or he did love and thunder oh, okay the new thor movie that comes out this this year or next year that's weird i don't know because he, he's got such a particular style it would i, I, I mean I, i'm not saying he couldn't pull it off i'm just saying like i didn't I there's comedy him as... in akira that i think he would be able to the whole um cannot is he would cast being, himself as like as that little child like <laughs> <laughs> the that's child true. in the hover chair or whatever shout out to those old ass kids that's true yeah. and do you know do you want to have something crazy that i completely forgot about this movie i don't know I, neither of you have played the game earthbound but the main uh, antagonist uh pokey in earthbound the second mother game is directly based off of that kid in that floating chair because mm. the final boss you fight 
pokey in a floating chair like that and he looks the same i'll send you guys a picture after the show um if you're watching i will will send you a picture of yoda's chair from episode one that he sits on in the council chamber because it looks exactly like that chair probably probably some concept artist draw that and george was like yeah that's a good that's a good looking chair well we know we know george lucas is heavily inspired by japanese movies yeah but i think that he also was of the opinion that anime would never be able to uh, strike a chord this movie yeah they both decided like we can't make this work like we can't do it and like spielberg could could make it work if he said he couldn't you know like that's i think he probably and this is like in the 90s this isn't like he didn't say this like last year he made ready player one they made ready player one which is (laughs) the same kind of like pretty good could have been so much better i I don't think i would want spielberg to make uh akira because i don't know if he would be able to i need some gritty it needs to be gritty it yeah i mean it does but i mean like right spielberg can do gritty like he like can do what? very very great uh, i think chris list. nolan could make a good akira <laughs> chris Ooh. nolan can make yeah. gritty batman and he he made a pretty good motorcycle sequence in the dark night that's true i mean i might even give it to the wachowskis yeah speed Probably, racer well 90s with speed racer is not a great movie but like it has it, that's kind of what akira would have to look like right of dreaming well i'd rather it colorful. didn't which is what that i'm saying they, too shiny have you seen speed racer lately though it's actually really good <laughs> like i kind of like it a lot i can't remember if i watched the whole thing i know I they lean a little bit too hard into the anime stuff but like the, yeah. the funky anime stuff like where they like people will jump through the air and there'll be like beams of light going by them and like that kind of stuff they could okay. probably have pulled back on a little bit and akira doesn't really have that sort of stuff yeah and i, I think they'd know how to, to pull it off appropriately and like i mean the matrix sequels are more or less like them just going full anime mode they're like okay now we have the budget to just make anime (laughs) like live action anime the the highway scene in in matrix reloaded is very akira and the fight scene at the end of the third third one is basically an anime fly like a dbz fight but like that definitely reminded me of dbz when i first saw it oh man they're gonna make a dragon ball z movie i i also think that that was like a lot of filmmakers like moment where they were like we can make Superman again, I think. Yeah. Like we can probably do it now. Because it looked a little weird in the, the Reloaded, and obviously the end of the first one looked so weird. <laughs> like, ugh, what the? Yeah. They did <laughs> it wrong, though. Superman Returns uh, is canonical to the original four Christopher Reeves movies, and it's so yeah. fucking boring. It's so boring. The only cool part is when the I have tried to watch that movie eye. three times, and I have fallen asleep. Every it time. took it took me three times to get through it too over many years the only good part of that movie is when he gets shot in the eye with the bullet and when he like brings the plane down that's the only in the movie's part. defense i have always been extremely tired when i put it on because i'm like all right i'll give this a chance again and then i fall asleep like super quickly speaking um, of shots you guys like were there any do you have like a handful of key shots from this movie that uh wow there's a lot like of good there's a lot stick- handful give me a hand give me like five i'll tell you right now that when uh tetsuyo or sorry yeah when tetsuyo is tripping out and he's seeing he's seeing the toys become giant toys and then they start like bleeding milk and he's like in the milk and he's like and they're like he's like oh it's milk and then and then he like like kind of like just makes them go away with his mental powers because he's figuring out that he has these powers I really enjoy that. I really like that the weird little kid people are like 
they're trapped in that room that looks like a giant like play palace i i don't know yeah. what yeah it's, it's so weird, weird it's and implied in the movie right like I, we didn't really do a synopsis of the movie but it's kind of going to be hard to do it you can't really do a synopsis it, of a movie yeah. like this. that's basically what I the story yeah. is a street kid gets into a motorcycle accident and he figures out he has crazy powers well, and then one second, the one government second. is trying he already no. had the powers. Did yes, the kid he figured the out. He ha- I didn't yeah, say he gains them. Did they give him drugs though? Did they give him drugs that heightens the powers? Like, well, so here's the other thing is that no, I think that the not... entire the entire city is like taking pills and shit, right? They're called the capsule. Gang. Called capsule. I think that the whole yeah. thing is like that people are taking these drugs, and like there's probably a lot more people in the in t- Neo Tokyo. Yeah, like they probably hey. have these powers, and it's a result of Akira going supernova. And they From just 88. are, you know, recreationally taking these, or doctors are giving them to them. And gotcha. like, it, it, like I wouldn't be surprised if they made a sequel to Akira where everybody discovers they have crazy Akira powers, and it's they're they've just been taking these drugs for so long. Um, but that sequence at the end when he's floating through and he sees the classroom, and there's the four of them, and it's the three kids, mm-hmm. and then there's one that can't get hold of his powers. I thought that was supposed to be Tetsuo. Uh, no, the, the the those that was 25, 26, 27, 28. That was Kyoko. Oh, the three uh, kids and Akira. And then Akira, and Akira just the most powerful one of them all. I yeah. couldn't really, I can't wrap my head around where <clears throat> Tetsuya fits into it, but it, it, yeah, it might just be that he's. Well, that's, that's like the, the end of the movie again is like it's cerebral interpretation, how you think, you, like you can basically make up your own ending, which is kind of nice but at the same time some people are like but what <laughs> i need answers. So, yeah we spent four <laughs> weeks trying to figure out time loop theories <laughs> yeah let's never do that again oh uh, man source code call back you guys gotta take out source code next yeah but, the, like the two fucking happy birthday happy death day movies but yeah i think i i do really like that question kaylin because i think it's as somebody who really enjoys animation a lot i think it's probably one of my favorite forms of media and ter- like her favorite medium like mm. i think i prefer animation over everything to be honest with you like i really really good animation garbage animation kind of right. frustrates me but then even stuff like rick and morty where in later seasons like they still have their like janky drawings for their main characters and even like, like their tertiary characters but like the stuff they're doing around them is so animated so beautifully uh like when you know they're in their ship and they're like in, in an escape scene and like rick is blowing up other ships and they're crashing <laughs> into buildings and the explosions look so great and you're like they've taken this like janky ass cartoon and turned it into something beautiful yeah. um south park's another example of that where over the years they've used yes the same key images mm. but now it's like it looks like they're almost 3d in their world and they look I think like that, uh, yeah south park is one of those ones that like Rick and Morty, they like improved upon their animation style and they didn't really allow time to make them lazy or like get them into a point where they're like, well, it's cheaper if we do this. Yeah. Because I think that those two guys are like, I don't give a shit if it's cheaper. <laughs> like we're, we make so much money and we just we should make, be spending we, more on it to make it We just want to make our jokes. What up, Steve? Cutting down both sides of the argument. Like that's South Park, Ben South Park's thing. They add. They do have an absurd twist, but it's really taking a political thing and cutting down both sides of the argument. And that's mm-hmm. right. That's an important. That's an important piece of like 
you know, propagandized uh, medium, you know, like you want to, you want to be able to show both sides of an argument and make them both look that, absurd um, to the, really ha- keep bias out of it, in my opinion. The Simps- yeah, the, the Simpsons on the other side of that, uh, not what you're saying, Jason, but the, in terms of animation, like they got to a point where their animation was so good and then it just kind of, they figured out like, oh, Family Guy is doing it this way. We'll do it that way as well because it's mm. cheaper. And then they just like stuck with that. And I, yeah. I'm not sure if they went back to the hand-drawn style that they had in the 90s, but like in the 90s, The Simpsons was animated like to the, to the level of almost like a Disney movie at, at points. Like some of the episodes were so beautifully animated. And then it just yeah. got boring. Like the, well, the, the visuals style, were not keeping yeah. up with the, the humor. Well, the humor also kind of goes away over time too. It becomes very homogenized, and in the last ten seasons have been more about the celebrity guests. Uh, and Homer has about four different storylines. Bart has about four <laughs> different storylines. What's Lisa? Does he even what's... work at the power plant anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I think that at one point they made a joke about like, "Here's all the jobs I've ever had," and it went on for like ten minutes, um, and. Lisa is into the new fad of the week and meets a celebrity. And that's basically every week now. And meanwhile, Family Guy was really cutting edge because they would take these absurd jokes and try to push the envelope. But once the envelope has been completely blasted open and there's no envelope left to even push, it just, it's like, hey, remember the time I was a, I was a piece of ham on a sandwich? Cut to Peter. I'm a piece of I, ham on a sandwich. I remember that. I remember that, I remember that joke. Um, I, sorry, Jason. I I don't mean to uh, to try and push us back to the other topic. I was. I think the, the the point was like specifically animation, like the the animation in like. Okay, sorry. This is going to happen my brain a lot got this month because months. it's we didn't say it at the top of the show, but it is animation for old. It's months. animation month. Yeah, that's so. Do I'm we like, have let's, a name? Let's talk about the. Animation. That's what it says in the spreadsheet. Animation for oldies. Uh, animation for oldies, which basically, I my thought process was like animation that older people enjoy. Like one thing that I was very you have titles for the summer though. Yeah, I do, but like that's because we haven't chosen movies for those yet. But I'm like, these are. But do we have to match up those titles? I mean, no, we can change anything. (laughs) Everything's malleable, man. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, like basically, what I was saying, South Park has improved their animation, and they've never kind of like faltered and gone backwards. The Simpsons got to a point where their animation was amazing. The Max Power episode, or uh, the episode where Hank Scorpio is like (laughs) burning people with a flamethrower. Yeah. Um, and then it got to a point where they just went backwards to Family Guy. Family Guy even like got to a point where they were like, okay, let's spend a lot of time animating these fight scenes, like the chicken fights and stuff like that. Got pretty impressive, but like, you know, they wouldn't blow the budget on that kind of stuff. A lot of Family Guy jokes are like two people walking into a room and talking to each other for a second, and then maybe one guy hits the other guy over the head and they fall over and they're dead or some bullshit like that, <laughs> whatever. Um, but Akira is like, you know, one of the I think like formative examples of 90s animation and how it influenced a bunch of stuff that influenced me specifically. Um, You guys are familiar with the Batman animated series, I am assuming. Robin does the same thing. I'm Batman. Uh, There are are several examples of 
different Batman episodes, as well as the movie, The Mask of the Phantasm, which I really wanted to Great pitch movie. for this this month, but we we filled it up too quickly, and I'm like, I guess we'll do that maybe next time. But it's one of my favorite. Really, it's not really an adult movie. I saw that in theaters when I was like seven. Uh, I did too, but it's if you watch it again, movie. you're like, this is maybe not a kid's movie. There's That's a true. lot of like... The Joker's pretty messed up in that one. I, I watched it uh, in 2020. There's like corpses and stuff and like there's a por- point where like a guy spins around in a chair and he's like fully a, a de- corpse that's been like dead for a few days and he's got like a TNT in his chest and he's like eh. like and the people get shot die and like the phantasm like pushes a tombstone on, on a guy and kills him. Anyway, good movie but there is an extended fight scene in that movie that takes place around motorcycles and motorcycle gangs and it's like before batman is like super batman and it's very i when i was that beginning sequence of the the motorcycle gang the clown gang versus the capsule gang i was like whoa this is so much like mask of the phantasm and then i you know immediately pulled up my phone and i was like ah okay it makes sense they literally cite this movie as a source of inspiration for how they could up the game because the animated series has been, had been on for a few years at that point. And uh, they wanted to use traditional animation tech techniques that they used for like the Looney Tunes and stuff, but um, mash that together with anime, and the anime up, of the man. 80s. Yeah. The, the 90s Batman, the animated series, it's good. It's a good show it about Batman there. and it doesn't, you know, I feel like the uh, Spider-Man 90s show is oh, like that so too. And the uh, X-Men 97 is like that as well. I'm excited for the new X-Men 97 reboot on Disney. They're we'll just going to continue that show. That's crazy to me that they can do stuff like that. It's now. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to see what they do with that. But um, I'm one playing, thing I... um, I'm just one more thing before we move yeah, on. Yeah. I'm playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077 right now, oh, and I have you're just the, in Neo Tokyo. You're in Neo I'm Tokyo, t- basically. <laughs> uh, I have the leather jacket, the red leather red? jacket, and right. I just bought the fucking motorcycle. There's a right. version. It's got different. It's a little bit different. It's not as awesome looking, but yeah, it's different. Got different decals, but it's the bike, and it's got to be. Um, I think it even has a similar name. Um, but I'm just rolling around this like I, I feel like this movie was it, it was perfect timing to watch Very this picked. film because I'm playing this game where I'm just in basically Akira. It's a little bit yeah. different. It feels a little bit more like if modern day was cyberpunk, but it's it's good shit. Speaking of cherry picking. Oh, sorry, Kalen, before you go on, we yeah. didn't. Okay, Jason, you said your one shot, your 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 good shot. I, I would like to say at least one. <laughs> like we, we, I, we I, yeah, we did. Skip, yeah, sorry. What was Jason's one shot? Oh yeah, the light, the 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 light and the smoke, right? Yeah, no, his was the the, was the, the, water. the when he's like the teddy bears and rabbits yeah. are coming to life. Oh, right? we right. didn't. Okay. That's how we got into this whole conversation. I just wanted to mention. Yeah, the we other fell thing. into a bit of a rabbit hole, if you yeah. will. A the other one that I wanted to mention milk. Yeah. was just that when Tetsuya first like realizes his powers and he's walking down the hallway just wrecking everybody oh God, yeah. because also it, they redo that scene that's the like closest Kanye to live West. action we've ever seen in for Akira in the Kanye West harder stronger video um isn't was it isn't there a scene like that in the boys or is it the boys where they're in like a, a hospital and there's like hospitals for supers or soups or whatever they call them 
Yeah, and somebody blows somebody up. I have seen in his phenomenal video, sort of. Yeah, man, oh, Carl yeah. Urban knows how to like really line himself up into like amazing live action versions of things. Like Carl Urban, you guys have seen Dread, right? Dread, the movie. Yeah, it's Dread. a great, it's a great ad- like, adaptation. The second Judge Dread movie. Yes, yeah. the good Dread Dread movie. The better, the one that's not about the yeah. three shells. <laughs> the that, one where he never takes his man. helmet off, where he just oh. like has a sour puss the whole time, and he's like. <laughs> I always get Demolition Man and Dread. Okay, so Dread is the one with uh, Taco Bell everywhere? No, that's... Also uh, Demolition that's, Man? That's Demolition Man as well, yeah. <laughs> Dread is the one with like, or... the judge, the jury, or the executioner. I will judge Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm Judge Judy and executioner. Um... Bad your, your, some of your favorite shots. Dread. Okay, yeah. I was gonna. I was oh, gonna no, talk about Dread's Dread for the one where where um Rob Schneider is on the back of his motorcycle. Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where where Rob Schneider keeps saying, "Oh now my God, murder, just kill." Yeah. Uh, Dread is the one where they have sex through virtual reality, right? It's the one with Sandra Bullock in the in the rock suit. Okay. That's the neck. Yeah, Wesley Snipes, blonde hair. He gets fined for cursing all the time that's double take <laughs> it's the that's one where john travolta <laughs> and, and, and oh, damn it shit you're right fuck <laughs> it's the one where john travolta and nicholas cage face off and swap faces <laughs> yes you're right you know what we'll put this to a rest jason you win you win the game of name that movie um but <laughs> dread is a very good movie if you haven't seen it it's super duper good yeah uh it's basically like uh what's that movie where he attacks the block then uh <laughs> attack the block or no the raid isn't the raid the raid, really yeah, it's the raid. To... Oh, yes it's the raid, raid except he's inside of a building that's like the size of a city he's in an apartment building that's the size of a city yeah yeah and it's all shot in toronto yep i know a, i had a person i worked with a person that was uh one of the security no he was in total recall the we also both one or the Jason, good one. Uh, we both worked with somebody who did an Akira photo shoot not too long ago. Uh, Lavina, remember Lavina? Lavina? Yeah, she, yeah. And Akira her photo shoot. She did a. Uh, she did a. They did a, a clothing line for Akira. I think it was about four years ago or something. And they flew her to Japan and they got her to to model all these clothes that were Akira themed and it was very very cool. Speaking of clothing, did you guys? Okay, actually, two things. Lavina's yeah. also one Shazam. So, yeah, and oh, also in the boys, remember when Lavina just showed oh, up? Yeah, the... she showed up as like an actual like with lines. Yeah. The um the okay so Kanata's uh pink shirt, did it look awkwardly short to you guys? His pink shirt. When did he have a pink shirt on? When he was when at he's school. at school. Actually, that scene is funny because oh, just the today. 80s, but just today. Yeah, but it was. It's like short. Like it's not. It's not short. It's not a crop top. It's just like a weird, awkward, cyberpunk. like wide, short. Okay, okay. It's cyberpunk, cyberpunk and I'll tell you we why. Also, what about the like, ankles? Remember the last year or two? Everyone was wearing pants where you see ankles? Yeah. That's been happening for like eight to ten years, Caitlin. Well, l- l- listen, listen. Maybe I people walking... just started doing that in Nova, Nova Scotia. But we are like five years behind most things. Yeah. It's true. I was walking down the street in, in, in Night City in cyberpunk and I was like, do you think anybody in this city just puts on like a, a pair of slacks 
you know <laughs> do you think anybody in this city just like doesn't have yeah. any like weird tech on their face yeah but slacks in has, cyber like, nice city shirt. are like all the seams are glowing neon yeah. thread <laughs> so th- the uh, reason i bring it up is because when i was watching akira later I was watching it going, yeah, it's the same thing. And this fucking everybody's dressed like a maniac. Everybody has weird symbols on their shirts and their clothes are all fit weird. And then he actually just had the most normal ass fucking clothes on. I know his shirt was a little short, but like he just well, I actually had a thing to say in direct response that isn't like a joke to that, Kalen, which is like I think that that's also I wasn't joking. Me. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, sorry, Jason, I wasn't cutting you off because I thought you were joking. Actually, I, uh, I have something to say that's not a joke, Jason. So I'm just going to tell Jason to stop joking around and let me do my bit. All right. So the reason he's got a short <laughs> shirt is wacky, wacky, wacky. Here we go. Uh, no, I, the reason I think that he's wearing clothes that are too small for him is because they live in a world where Poverty. they literally have nothing. Like they have absolutely nothing. And like all like they that. have is each other really. Like they have their gang. And even when they like go down, they all go to the police station. They send them back to school and their school doesn't like discipline them and get them to go back to class a guy just like beats the shit out of them and sends it like one guy is like bleeding (laughs) and i think that one thing that like this movie really succeeds upon is world building without actually explaining anything to you it it says like after the events of world war three this is what the world is like now and like they don't really go into any detail beyond that except for like you see the occasional uh news broadcast saying like the student uh, protests are out of control and then it just shows them protesting and then like these gangs just start fighting and and you're getting all the information through what's happening on screen and you never actually have to have to sit down and tell you and then even the stuff where it is telling you it's intriguing and confusing and you're like what the fuck is going on and they're like the council says this and we have to have another council meeting about this and the guy's like well, well i don't think that we need to do that well, like, what the fuck are they talking about they just use, they'll just use <laughs> a couple of words to explain stuff that movies sometimes spend way too much hammering down like they just call the cops gestapo at one point they've cut they call the freedom fighters freedom fighters and they call them terrorists you know yeah. like i just th- that's the kind of world building i like the little political conversations don't go on for too long there's there's really only two or three real it's just following the president around from the council meeting to him walking with his number two and then to his kind of his ending where he's trying to escape with all the money and then his number two was like what are you doing like we, we you know we got to go out there and like do the right thing and he's like fuck you and he shoots him and then th- that's another scene i really love where the money's flying all over the place the money and bonds are flying all over the place and he's what he's like lumbering through it about to die and the fucking yeah. the, the president's trying to get his pills out and he fucking gets the pills and they go everywhere and he has yeah. a heart attack and then the guy no, keeps he lumbering. eats too many of them he eats like the whole bottle his mouth is oh. full of pills he like overdoses on his heart medication it's well, he, but the, still the number two guy no like, he didn't swallow them they're still in his mouth he lumbers over <laughs> that's that's how i interpret it he lumbers right. over and he just falls down to one knee while chaos it kind of comes out and then chaos is happening because the yeah. whole city is like they're either watching it go down because they're you know it's very good story like they don't have to say stuff it's just like visual and like that's it where it's like i i can only imagine like the storyboarding process where they sat down and they're like how do we tell this tale without like 
having to say it's too a much. Film like, versus a movie. Well, they had that's true. Uh, they did have the storyboards. Lots of already. explosions and car chases. Lots of explosions <sighs> and car chases. They did have the storyboards though. It's a manga, right? So right, true. Yeah. Um, they just yes. they just took key scenes and just filled them in basically. That's like always my has been my argument since I was a kid when when they do like an interpretation of something that's based on a comic book, especially a comic book where I'm like they literally already have the storyboards for good stories. That's like, why, why I hate they just the live action these... Death Note. How do you take a perfect story and just fucking make it a gory? I thought like... the movie was okay, but I've never. Watch the, the anime, uh, it's leaps and bounds until it isn't, it gets bad. But the first <laughs> season is awesome, and then it doesn't. And then it's I not. read Death Note. Uh, actually, I have it right here. Ugh. Let's see, do I? Yeah, I do. I, I want to make a live got action the black Dragon page Ball edition. Movie. Oh, what that was actually cool. a gift that was given to me by the Japanese team of the escape games that I used to work at. They gave it to me Wicked. as a gift, yeah. Very cool. Um, Death Note. What was, the, what was the scene that you liked? What was a, a, a shot that I liked, you mean, right? Yeah. Like an animated shot. Point. Okay, so yeah, I yeah. think my favorite one is when the tank guy shoots the first shot at Tetsuo and he puts his hand up and it stops the entire, like, like you know, like the warhead part of the, the cannon and then like he stops it and there's like a this this force around him like it's just air right yeah. and then catches catching up to him is like the the smoke trail that wouldn't have caught up to the actual warhead part because it would have blown up and then caught up and that catches up to it and then and then it blows up and i'm like oh man that that's like such like a good little like detail where i'm like that's so cool yeah the, the explosion afterwards is, is cool yeah. as well but like it's just like the that, slowing down of it and then the trail catching up to it because it moved so quickly and then stopped and then that tra that trail didn't even have a, a second to catch and then it like had a moment to catch up which is like super beautiful um i think all the moments where uh kanada is like using the laser gun on the bike obviously all those are really really good looking but uh one part that i really felt viscerally affected by was when the guy who kidnaps uh, uh, I can't remember what his name is when he gets shot to uh, death Takashi. yeah when he gets shot to death I was like now I remember why this movie disturbed me as a kid because he's just like getting blown away like uh, the, the guy what's his name in Robocop Robocop but it, it's like or the godfather they massacred yeah. my boy but like they <laughs> they make it so that every bullet has like this grand impact and like rips away cloth and flesh every and action, creates yeah. these spurts of blood and it's very 80s it's, action movie it is but but it's animated so it's not just like squibs it's somebody painstakingly drew those drawing like, it bullet, yeah and painting bullets. it like they draw yeah. it and then they paint the color and afterwards and the color and the lines have to match up man <laughs> you can't just slap some color what on have you been done. slamming fucking seven drawings today <laughs> yeah i did seven drawings and i can't imagine having to do what was it One hundred and sixty thousand? you said That's you're almost yeah, there fucked up just a few more you're almost there yeah you almost have done a cura today <laughs> um i'm trying to think of one more 
and it's like there's there's too many man there's too many good oh ones. the shot the shot near the beginning that's the iconic shot of him sliding on the bike that's mm-hmm. always in all the yeah. production material or i like, love that yeah it's very oh i know what mine is it's very it anime you know how an anime is like a, a here a protagonist will get hit and they'll fly back and then slide it's almost a motorcycle version of that <clears throat> mine's a the last one i have is a, right, is a twofer yeah. which is like when he sits in like the throne in the in the stadium and his hand, his hand is like turns into like it like grows into the the the, the armrest and it's so it's so intricate like there's so many little things going on in there and then when he gets up and pulls it away which is like a couple of you know minutes later come out of all the holes they've gone through but it also pulls off some bits of concrete and shit with it and it's like that's a great story beat too because that's when you realize that he's not in control of the shit inside of him anymore what the fuck oh no sorry I hope the whole Instagram doesn't go down. Did someone do something? No. I didn't. Okay. I'm still I'm still live to air, buddy. Sorry, viewers, but apparently I need to tell Instagram which of these pictures have a boat. Oh uh, no. Is that is that what's the, the back part of the boat called? Stern. Uh you're getting a capture right now? What the fuck? Anyway, we this podcast is the shit pause. Oh no. You ended the live. I didn't live. end it. What happened? I just, the message came up. No one tried to log in, right? No, we're sitting here talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, what um, you can do, what you can do, Kalen, is uh, just just put it up. You don't have to put a message. Just put a picture on it and put it up yeah. right quick. We can cut this out of the later version of the, and then just go live again. And we'll just have two, we'll just have two parts on the live on the instagram page it's fine as long as we just you know this 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 version is now the important version so i'm still like like a weird thing pop up as well that had like two pictures or something but like i don't know what it was i got 71 Uh, likes so far on uh, tiktok for this so 71 wow how many sent me a gift actually do you know them nope Do I want to give this my phone number? No. No. Okay. Just get the get the live going again. It's a freaking make. Did you put a picture on the live? Did they ever make a like a any kind of sequel what to this at all? No. Stupid ass. No, I remember there was a there was a I'm ghost. Sorry, in the sh- everyone. It's okay. I remember there was a ghost in the shell, like. There's a sequel because it ends in a cliffhanger and they made a sequel like probably about 10 years ago. Yeah, no, but I mean that like they made a Ghost in the Shell thing. I don't know what it was because I started watching it. I was like, this is bad. There's a TV show. Yeah, that I think. But they made it look like like the poster for it looked like it was an Akira sequel. Like the person was wearing red and had a red motorcycle. And I was like, is this Akira? (laughs) <laughs> and then I put it on and was like, this is not a camera. What the fuck is this? Hey, uh, Jason, do you want to text me the login info for head to You got booted? Completely? I Yeah, I don't know what happened. What the fuck, bro? Uh, we we want to do, a, we wanna do a, a live still on it, right? Or no? Yeah, we're not done. Yeah. Did you, well, we'll you have able- this. Like, do you want to just edit this and make 
and like just get the highlight bits and put it on to Insta? I think it's still good to have both. Okay. Yeah. Were you able to add a picture to the? I haven't done it. It it just it we're recording and then all of a out of nowhere it just like it's it, like it logged me out or something. And now it wants me to log in again. I just if you can just text me the um password. I, I, I so that it, I'm unless you want to tell me it, but this is recording. I don't know if you care or whatever. That'll be that'll be edited out. So you remember? I mean, obviously, last time this something not similar, but, but that you said you can like find the archived footage or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah, it will probably it. still let you add a picture to it. It wants me to confirm my phone number. Really? Uh, so it'll probably yeah. send it to one of you guys. Yeah. Should oh. I confirm my phone number? Something. Then? Yeah. Something happened to the account where, because the three of us are logging into it, it's like continuously trying to get us to confirm. Ugh. I just need to get a thousand uh, followers eight, on nine, TikTok. Zero, one, eight, eight. Eight, nine, zero, one, eight, eight. Eight, nine, zero, one, eight, eight. Eight nine zero one eight eight. Hello, everyone. Thank you for your patience. And fuck you, Instagram. Fuck you, Mark. We can edit maybe, this out. Maybe try and maybe post first because it might fuck up the archive or whatever. Uh, I'm just checking the archive now. It's not loading for some reason. There's still a couple of things I want to talk about, but. Yeah, same. I just, why is this being a piece of shit? Is did you see twenty one, all one word? No, I'm I'm back in it now. I think oh. I'm gonna try and live. Um, it it saves all of your live recordings. Uh, TikTok yeah, does the same thing, so it should be fine. All right. If you guys want to keep an eye open and then invite or request or whatever. Oh. Hello. It's part two. Uh, actually, are we at, was that, this is actually a great time for part two because this is a two hour movie. And hey. Intermission. <laughs> exactly. Does uh, uh, the, the words coming out of my mouth. Welcome everyone. We're going to continue talking even, uh, even though sometimes techno technology does stuff that you're not expecting it to do. And then, and then it does. And then it does. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. Whoops, I'm gonna start a, I'm gonna clap for this for the Zoom, so we have a point to edit. Okay. What? Hey, uh, do either of you have one of those boards?
No, people just clap now. Unless people it's like a real clap movie. Now. Well, what about? I mean, younger? they call it a clapper, so they realize they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> On podcasts, it's always. Yeah. For movies, because they do also, a million takes, you does have it also to like write sync the to takes. mic? I'm not 100 sure what the just clapping on a podcast is for. Uh, yeah, you can. It'll help you sync up audio. Maybe like, it's oh, a placebo. A lot of a lot of like, if you're doing video and audio, and then you're doing like, if we were all recording our audio differently, you could sync up the clap together, and then it would uh, sync all your audio nice. audio together. Boom! You just you just filled in a hilarious like question. I've had for many years about why they clap on podcasts specifically. I get why they do it in movies because it's like this is the start of the scene and that's for editing. It has info. Well, we're back. I'm glad I uh, helped. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Part two of Akira. I'm going to put pictures. What were we talking about? I'm so, uh, we we were going well, I feel. We were talking about. We were talking about shots. I know that was one of the things we were talking about anyway. Well, Um, I mean, one thing that I think this movie does extremely well is a sense of scale. Something that is difficult to accomplish, but, you know, the more and more we go into the future, (laughs) scale is becoming like easier and easier to sort of like fake. And a lot of movies use it to give a grand sense of uh, um, like you can take like found footage movies, for example, and you can add something like moving, looming in the distance and you can like make it, you know, Mm. deep into shadow or covered by fog and put something in the foreground to give you perspective. But like you think back to, you know, movies from the 60s or 50s like giant ants attacking the city or like attack of the 50 foot woman or whatever just you forced perspective of a fucking or, yeah, either a real ant yeah, or hilariously animatronic uh, hilariously claymation ant yeah. i always like the mo- root like 1950s ant movies because i just use forced perspective of an actual ant <laughs> i really like the ones that have you guys ever seen the the 1980s blob movie I've seen bits and pieces. That's a movie I do want to go watch because I feel like I'm going to love the blob because it's kind of tongue in cheek, right? Put it on the list. It is, but the the remake is also just like really good. Also, uh, I think Frank Darabont made it, which is my month is riddled with Darabonts. Oh, there's also, uh, you know what I'm thinking of though? I'm thinking of the parody. The parody of the blob called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which was a... Oh, you're going to say the boob. (laughs) (laughs) It's got the, uh, the dude that played Gomez in the um the live action tv show so before this podcast me and my friends used to just watch shitty movies for fun like we would like specifically that was the movie the movie crack live and you wouldn't even podcast it and what is even the point i don't know i don't know we were just having fun (laughs) cracking wise you're right um but we watched the original blob we watched the son of the blob and then we watched the blob remake and the blob remake the 1980s movie is actually like real good like it's actually a good movie <laughs> i like that the 80s blob has like bits of bone in it floating around it and stuff yeah and they make it like a gross weird color like it's it almost at, at points looks like chicken meat and like bubble gum it's really gross but also very good uh it's got a, enough camp that you're not overloaded with camp but you're also appreciative of like the the tongue-in-cheek cheek humor like you were saying yeah um 
and at the end of the movie it's it's one of those ones that does not successfully accomplish scale in the way that you would like it to there are moments where it does but i feel like this movie like when the particularly when the the satellite the soul satellite is shooting lasers down you you really get a a good taste of like how big neo tokyo is mm-hmm. and uh, how much destruction is being done and even at the beginning of the movie like when they're on the the highway fighting on the motorcycles and stuff you just kind of like the layer upon the layers upon layers of, of city and like going upwards to the point yeah, that you yeah. can't even see the sky it's just like these skyscrapers are everywhere um you mentioned the satellite i guess uh this was one of the first few movies to kind of represent the vacuum of space like the silence of it oh yeah i was like that's an interesting thing to put in this considering a lot of even like you know alien i think they have sound and and star wars definitely yeah (laughs) you hear the whole spaceship going like come on but that's that's another thing in this movie that was really interesting is that they're they're super sparing with music um yeah there are large, oh that's large. what i meant to do i meant to start i have oh, damn it never mind sorry i was gonna play the theme song like the the little anyway yeah 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 exactly yeah. yeah uh what i was gonna say is they're super super sparing with music but when they do eventually introduce it it's very very effective as well and it's particularly effective because you don't get a ton of the music right at the beginning but when that clown bike attack starts it kind of like trickles in Mm -hmm. and it gives you a taste of of what the score is and then that same sort of score comes in in different ways throughout the movie and it's always the same sort of thing um one thing that i know from a lot of anime like you know like gundam and Gundam's cool. The ones quick, that are like quick movie title shout out, 22 minutes, 15 seconds. seconds. But this is also the movie that they've said the name of the movie in it the most, probably of any movie we've done in 37 episodes. Also, I before agree. we yeah. before I forget to do this, um Head us. the the I did keep track of how many times he yells Tetsuo Tetsuo. And it's oh only uh, yells or what about only yells it in this in the sense of the meme of the like that's all and he says it more he says it more times he says it about say 24 or 25 times but he yells it in that particular cadence 18 times nice that's some useless information you can take to your grave everyone i'm gonna i'll take it there i'll take it there and i'll bury it with me because i plan on burying myself wait 18 wait a second i'll add that to the thing i don't know what that means um using my phone to try and find my phone because i couldn't find it one thing that's interesting about the score of this movie not to go back to the score no let's go back yo it is a hard it's a hard uh score to digest like on its own like it's not something that you are going to toss on to relax to or even to study to or to like even I'm gonna go start some shit. There's only one real song in this movie, and it's just like at the very beginning when they're listening to just sort of like it's just like nondescript music playing from the jukebox. And that's the only time there's music that's like 
music you could close. The rest of like it is not, just not score. I don't even think there's a real like. <clears throat> this movie isn't really scored. I'll play it right now. I'll play it right now. I got it queued up. It's almost like uh, Hans Zimmer, yeah. where it's kind of just like an yeah, extended it... sound. That's why I think it's very appropriate because it's it like ramps tension in a way that uh, the silence of like all of this shit happening and then all of a sudden, like once the score comes in, you're like, oh, something's about to happen. I'll tell you I, right now. I you're know gonna, something's going to happen. When they do a live action Akira movie, Kavinsky and other li- uh, neo retro wave, new retro wave artists are going to be all over it. Yeah, they're, they're going to get probably some nine-inch nails and some Daft some Punk Radiohead alumni. Yeah, Ooh. Daft Punk will come back to do a song for it. Daft Punk, that'd be dope. That that would be dope if that happened. Daft Punk, Kavinsky, uh, what's what are they called? Overdrive. Yeah, Overdrive is good. Um, I hope only for like the cityscape music stuff, like just to like appropriately you know like in in uh tron legacy where you know daft punk did the score like they like literally wrote the score but they also wrote like some daft punk style songs as well to be in there i never and the saw only the times... movie, but i've listened to the soundtrack because i'm a fan of daft punk. you know what it's not that bad exactly. it's not, it's it's not good. that it's, bad it's, yeah. it's, it's worth fine. a watch it's worth a watch it's yeah. probably fine yeah. i love tron's deadly discs as a kid you know for the atari i, I mean the original movie. also the original tron is like i didn't even like that shit as a kid was, i loved it sucks. that's another i thought it was show. pong is it like, not pong i pong? thought it was no it, <laughs> I was it's, like, it's deadly this movie was made after light, pong? Light bikes. That pong? no it's like it's it's a game they play it's kind of like pong but it's mostly about the light bike shit where it's like snake that's like the snake game or whatever yeah. it's called yeah oh you know what was that? What was the movie we watched where you called him? Oh, the the mouth of madness. Where you're like, you know, these fucking D-list actors. The guy who's like the guy who comes in, he's like, well, I'll come back on Monday to see him again or whatever. That's like the main bad, bad guy in Tron. It's like I'm the bad guy of Tron. That's a, like that's a Disney movie from the '80s. That's another movie that's, my dad showed me. That's kind of a contrast. I'd they say. really tried to Disney Pirates has of the some Caribbean weird that, in their bed. that movie. Uh, they were like, "Let's take uh, what we did it with pirates. We got a good uh, billion dollars off of Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's do it with Tron." And then they tried, and they're like, "Nobody seems to like this. Yeah, nobody likes neon <laughs> anymore." Yeah, nobody likes blinding neon. I liked it though, man. I saw it and I was like, "That was yeah. cool as fuck." I need to watch both of them. I tried to do a thing where I watch Blade Runner, and then I was going to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine immediately after, and oh, I yeah. didn't do it. Do it. Do it. But I'm just so. I, but it does mean I can just watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I do love Blade Runner, but it is uh, that movie is a slog, dude. I've now, seen it a million times, and like I put it on to go to bed now. Sometimes when I can't sleep, I'm like. And then, like Harrison Ford, uh, Lord like, of the Rings for me. I, I need to figure out if you're a robot or not. Has a has, has <laughs> some real slow, like some real quiet slow moments. <laughs> well, everybody looks like like the whole city is night all the time, and it's like everybody seems like they're about to go to bed. That's why you're like, yeah. there's never any bright lights, so you're just kind of like lying there. Everyone's everybody's whispering. kind of talking, and it's like an echo, like they're talking. It's always like it sounds like they're talking in the distance. Or in yeah. the other side of a room, every every shot sounds like they're talking at the other side of a room. So it's very like it's a good movie to go to sleep to. I have like the every version Blu-ray where it comes with like ten discs, and there's like different versions of the movie. And like one of them is like the three theatrical cut where it's like 
Harrison Ford has a, a like a noir detective narration throughout the whole movie, and it is like the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. That. It's bad. Don't watch it. I would recommend never watching it. I kind of want to. <laughs> no. Were you gonna say, Kaylin, you had your hand up? Yeah, for a sorry, long you had time, your hand buddy. up. Yeah. There, when they detain the kid, um, so when twenty six escapes and the cat like you know runs into Tetsuo, and then they. You know, there's an explosion or whatever, and I think that unlocks the the his powers within or whatever. And then the kids get detained, and then the uh, 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 Canada uh, 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 is telling the guy like, "Hey, can we? Can, hey, pops, or hey, old man, or something like that. Can we, we, you know, we, we got our friend." And he's like, "I'm only 25." He didn't yeah. look 25 to me. Like I mean, I'm not really. Yeah, they sure could have they could have drawn him younger, right? <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Yeah, it's there's a there's like a weird gag where he calls the guy pops, but he's like, I'm not that old. I'm only 25. You, punk. I'm not even married. Who's yeah, I'm old? not even married. He's uh like a detention, not a detention officer, but like I'm not even sure. Like, see, that's the thing. There's aspects of this movie that I still don't even fully have my head wrapped around. He the guy that was like laying into them? He no, he's he was like one of the people that was holding them overnight, and then when they, oh, I think it was one of those cop. police officer guys, the yeah, station, the Gestapo yeah. or whatever. You know, he like combs his hair to look. <clears> no, nice I remember. I remember this scene yeah. now because yeah. the scene where the guy that that scene is fuck. You know how I talk about how I love pure chaos in these movies, man. I uh, that moment where they're all in there and they're all moving independently right because it's all animated independently and then he's just ripping into the gestapo dude he's just calling them names and ripping on him and then there's like he's like fine you guys just go and then the guy runs out with the grenade and the grenade doesn't go off and then he's also like he points at k and he's like i want to take k with me that whole sequence is a really good like there's just so much happening that you can't get bored yeah I don't think that Kay had enough of a character, to be honest, though. I there think that they could have, yeah. The big reveal that she had Akira powers could have been more intertwined in the movie because she just is what, like, what power? She didn't have power. What powers? She absolutely has powers. No, it seemed like they were operating her through over. her. Yeah. 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 Oh. Fucking was she was taking, she was controlling her body and telling her what to say or like making her say what she wanted to say. I thought that when he, 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 he what did i okay, tell us when you think she had powers so when it's just her and it's um and tetsuyo tetsuo and they're <laughs> and he she like throws, on the bike no they're like in the sewers or wherever and she in the does, sewer she does this and throws one of those pipes at tetsuo and he throws it off and comes over he's like oh i see you've got a piece of this too or whatever right yeah i I think that it she's hiding her to powers. Me... And then at the end, at the end, when they have that flash, the fourth person, I also thought might have been her because she's like, well, if this, if the two, if the three of us go in there, then we'll never come back. But as long as we save the day, but that might have been like the four of them had to get back together to stop the Akira. And that's what Steve was saying. Like, it's you can kind of interpret things in this movie as any way you want to. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I was sure that Kay has powers. Okay. It always seemed to me throughout the movie that 
it, the the children were operating through her like using her as a conduit which does not necessarily oh. mean that she does not have powers it she, just means that they yeah. she has a different type of power which allows them to use her as like a an avatar for Bethel. for their yeah. their abilities um which again like that's still a power because like they couldn't do that to everybody if they could they would have been doing that the whole time right they would have taken over the general and um like actually during any fight the sorry the colonel is that a buster caton callback nope yeah <laughs> we will never call <laughs> we will never call back to that Damn. uh if we ever have fans, if we ever have like a lot of fans, I don't know if that's going to be our greatest episode or we're going to have to delete it from existence. Yeah. What, Buster? <laughs> no, Whatever what we'll do episode... we'll do, we'll do a, an English dub of it. Uh, we can make Kalen it, can we go can back and it. do all his lines again. Like, <laughs> well, what I meant to say was... We'll do a commentary that's track. Hilarious. We'll, we'll do, do a commentary, commentary. We should yeah. have it playing, but then just dub, but all three of us dub over it. Yeah, it'll be like, like a mystery science I theater. Make, I was trying to make this point, but Kalen yeah. stopped saying guys, 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 guys. He stopped saying words for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah, we're, I was trying to make a point, man. Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> That's beyond the point. The point is that it's my birthday. I we can make it an Easter now. egg episode where they have to like go through a series of actions to find it. We'll put it at the highest on our Patreon that we make eventually. We'll put it at the highest tier. If you give us fifty thousand dollars, you can watch this fucking nightmare episode. I mean, just yeah. almost quit the show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You have to include your red sweater, Kalen. Uh, that package. Yeah, you got to send it to the whoever pays us, so they can wear it like a cape. Um. I, I don't have too much more to say. I mostly want to talk about the soundtrack and the sense of scale, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's, it is, I, I'm not the first person to say this, but I think it is like literally one of the few movies that I'm like, this shit is perfect. It's like a masterpiece. It's pioneered basically. the right, I'm not sure if pioneered the word I'm looking for or a different word. It paved the way. Yeah, it's like a trailblazer, but pioneered like territory pioneered, for sure. Yeah, that's you had the meaning correct for that because it it pioneered anime in the West for sure. If there was no yeah, Akira, it also Akira is the first Akira and Ninja Scroll are like the first two animes to really have that such a wide audience and such cast such a wide net that people started to go, oh, Japan. Like I remember in the early '90s, video game magazines starting to have a section on Japanimation. And I was like, oh, this thing is crazy. And less than a decade later, there were channels for, for anime, mm -hmm. like TV channels and stuff for anime or, or blocks of television for anime. And <clears throat> like you were saying earlier, Jason, it's like it was always sprinkled in into our like 5 a.m. to, to like 6.30 a.m. slots in our lives. If you were one of those kids that woke up way too early as a, as a child, you would catch Samurai Pizza Cats and Sailor yeah. Moon. Well, and Samurai like, Pizza Cats and Sailor Moon were on straight up on YTV in the evening. Imagine and that was the first the time. But, but they, but, but, but they weren't until late. They were on earlier. Like they were on in those very early slots. And I think that people started to realize that kids were waking up to see it. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we can put this later and they might enjoy it more. And we did. And it had an influence. And like, I fucking loved anime when I was like in middle school, I was 
all about anime. All I drew was anime for like a long time. There was a straight to straight to VHS Final Fantasy V. Final Fantasy V famously never made it here until the late nineties, but uh, Final straight to VHS Final Fantasy V sequel that was done in the same style of animation, and it's really fucking weird and has nothing to do with the, the video game, which I'm also playing right now, coincidentally. Um, but I, I thought it was notable because that shit, Japan, if you lived in Japan in, from like 1985 to 1995, you probably got so much cool anime. What's that? Sun Goku? Did you draw that, yeah. Caleb? It's not showing up very well. It's showing up okay. Put your hand behind here. it. Do, do influencer oh, hand. Idea. That's pretty good, man. There you go. That's a good drawing. Yeah, don't mind cool. me sorry that's goku <laughs> from original dragon ball right yeah the original the tail and bulma is like nobody's funny one. over her yet the yeah. funny one yeah the one where he was just like a gross horny little kid yeah i no, remember watching that no. and like what the fuck Roshi. is this come yeah. is the horny one he doesn't know he doesn't know he's not horny he doesn't even he doesn't have that's not even a channel in his brain Oh, right. Like, I'm thinking of the pig, the pig who wears the underwear on his head. Oolong, Oolong and Master Roshi or yeah. Kame are the, uh, the horny ones. I think I just attributed horniness to that show in general. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's Akira. Roshi? Yo, Akira, wait a segue. Akira, Akira. Toriyama. I drive an Acura. So I think the police are coming for you for crimes against Japan. <laughs> Toriyama didn't didn't draw any of Akira. No, but I mean the name. Yeah, he's just taking two Japanese names and saying, uh, uh. <laughs> that's why he's going to jail. He's going to jail for 25 years. <laughs> for racism. He's going to jail for murder for saying <laughs> something mildly racist. That tracks. Well, I in mean, our current society, yeah. That, listen, that's I'm Judge Jerry Execution. <laughs> so, um, Kalen, yeah. uh, I don't have Do any. Do you want to hear about... my shot? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about your cool shot. <laughs> oh, All what right. were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that I've also, I've also said everything I have to say about this movie. Okay, you're ready for me and, to bring it and home? And AEW, Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite isn't going to watch itself. Whoa. Are you getting a teen burger or a papa burger or a grandpa burger? Nope. I can still a- hear you. A and A and that's A and W. I'm talking about A E W. Oh. The professional yeah. wrestling program, the best professional wrestling program in the world currently. <laughs> I will concur. You don't have oh, I thought you were like, I will watch it. And it's like you don't <laughs> have to, but you know, you might like it. I don't know. Wrestling is a tough sell. I might bring back the wrestling podcast. Yeah, wrestling. I'm I'm not opposed to wrestling. I, I'm not opposed to a lot of things if I'm with like someone or someone's that enjoy it, like I enjoy them enjoying it, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we if we were to ever hang out and watch wrestling, I would I would also curate it so you wouldn't be like, what is happening? I would just show yo, you. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the rumble? What's the what's the Royal Rumble? There's a uh, one uh, a guy that I know. He like puts on like a uh like a royal rumble party every year and there's like tickets and you like to you get money if you throw if your guy throws out someone and well you know what the royal rumble match is right like 50 people duking it out it's 30 people but yeah it's 30 people one person (laughs) 
Tony comes out every 30 to 90 seconds, depending on the year. Usually yeah. 90 seconds. It's kayfabe though. So like, it's not, if you actually counted the seconds, it's not 90. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Fucking wrestling tinfoil hat on top of my head. I give you a lot of shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, that said, it's a match. And then, yeah, the, the, what you're paying for in those pools is you pick, you pick a number. And mm-hmm. then if your number wins, you win the pot. And then you can make side bets, which it would be like, my person's going to throw the, this amount of people. Yeah. To act, to accurately predict somebody throwing out somebody else would be like lottery level. No, the, he does it differently. He's, so there is the winner. Lottery like, level. I don't know. If that's lottery true. level. <laughs> the, but so like there's the main pot for the winner, but as, uh, as people throw people. So if you're, like, you don't have to bet it. It's just if your guy throws out someone, the person you throws out gives you five bucks. So, like, okay. you can make some decent side money if your person happens to throw out some people or whatever. But then, yeah, whoever is the actual winner gets the main. So, like, everyone pays into the main pot, and then everyone pays the side pay. Like, you, so you only have to do it once because you get thrown out once, right? But one person could have throw out a few people and get, like, a few five bucks. Oh, like if your person throws out. Okay, sorry. Steve's about I, to be. I like... have a. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Is he giving us that look? Is it he's, that time? He's gonna answer the about Akira, I think. <laughs> have you guys ever had a friend, like, Kanada or Tetsuo. like Tetsuo, in your life? Oh, that's a good question. I like to think that I'm Kanada. Do you call people idiots? Yep. All the time. <laughs> I'm and pretty sure I called both of you guys idiots at least twice this entire like podcast so far. And also, people like Tetsuo are like, I, I don't know if I've directly Troubled. known anybody like that as like a friend, but I know that archetype. I know who that, I know the kind of people that could absolutely get one tiny little bit of superpower and abuse it. I was, while I was watching Kanye this movie, West? Yep. Was Kanye West Tetsuo in his thing? Kind of. He is. Oh man, yeah. that's who should play Tetsuo in he the would, live he action. He would probably pay money to pay play that character. You'd probably kill it though, video. too. But the thing is, is what I learned. Be like, I'll learned, blow you up with my alien eyes. What I thought about <laughs> while I was watching this movie would be a month where we do unconventional archetypes. And Ooh. what I mean by that is do Chronicle, because Chron- Max Landis obviously took a lot of inspiration from his from that. Is that character. the one with the three kids? No, no, it's like a superhero movie. Chronicle that's... is that superhero movie where it's like pretty realistic. With three kids, right? They get superpowers? Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. And Jordan the, and, uh, and uh, the and dude that played Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other ones we could do are Brightburn because that's like Damn. a kid has super has Superman powers and he starts fucking just murdering everybody. I thought it was Will Smith and an alien. No, Brightburn. What He's is... thinking of Bright. Oh, <sighs> Oh, spoilers for Bright. Oh no, that's the, no Bright is the one with the orcs and like fairies and shit. Yeah, but it's he's like thinking yeah, of Bright. Right. Yeah. yeah, that is. What I, yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, and the third one I was thinking of is that time travel movie that I can't remember the name of. Source code. No. What's that time travel movie? The Halloween I... one. Oh, uh, the the one with the machine. The one with the machine and and like the time travel is really subtle in it. The one with Guy Pierce or whatever his face is. It's the no. time machine, and he builds a time machine no, that takes the, him through time. Not the time machine. It's it's called. Um... Anyway, 
That was you my idiot. Idea. This movie made me think of Chronicle, and that made me think of a month where we do unconventional <laughs> shit. We can talk more about it later, but take us home, um, Kalen. I will before we dabble. Before we tease the idea of uh, taking it home, um, you guys called out some dope shots. One shot I want to add to the mix uh, is when uh, Kanada uh runs jumps off the bike primer uh, flying kick primer the is the, the other face. movie primer is the go. other movie sorry what is it primer 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 heard of that primer. it's a movie from the early 2000s it's a time travel movie um, i'm down have you seen the movie powder it is okay. a beautiful movie. What do you guys like? I think, <laughs> I think that's when we know we got to end the podcast is when somebody brings up powder. Hey, did you see this one? Powder. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> uh, the flying kick to the face, though. I want to add that as a shot. Also, I want to do a musical uh, shout out to Lupe Fiasco's Tetsuo and Youth. Cool. The what is I, that square plastic you have though? It's a oh, I see that's a joke, right? Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. why do you have that? I believe it's called understand. a compact disc. It doesn't it look very compact. Disc. They used it 45 years ago. Oh. Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, anything else I want to say before you make me end? shit? Um, blah 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 blah. Oh, you wanted to do your shot. Your yeah, shot. The shot, the, he mentioned kick, it really shot? quickly. No, and it was let the flying kick to the face. It's uh, very I good. just like that that sequence or whatever. Okay. You you called my shot. My shot was when the guy gets shot up. That shit I fucking loved. Like just yeah. like you said, there was like you could feel every bullet hitting him and ripping through him and just like. Yeah, that shit was amazing. Yeah. Um, and on that note, let's kill this episode. With we have our to do final our final thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna kill it with our final thoughts. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start first. I'm gonna make it short and sweet. Uh, yeah. This is this movie is talked about for a reason. Uh, a lot of uh, and the proof is in the pudding. A lot of time and effort went into the production of this, and it really shows uh, the quality of this movie, the quality of what a, an animation uh, can look like, can be, can make you feel. Um, I wish I saw it sooner. I'm surprised I haven't because it's definitely up my alley. And uh, I'm glad that I finally did and committed. And I hope that for anyone out there that hasn't seen it yet, they go check it out and uh, enjoy the ride. For anyone who has already seen it, uh, you already know what we're talking about. And, uh, you know, we'll see you there. How did we start? I think we went and then we did. So let's do, uh, I guess, Jason, if you want to go next. At the end of the day, in my intro, I pretty much ran down how I feel about the movie. The Its contribution to 
Japanese animated entertainment is unparalleled besides maybe Studio Ghibli and it's an important movie for a lot of reasons um, which we went over during the show but it's it's like you have to see this movie if you're a fan of anime video games if you want to know where a lot of like tropes have come from in in video games and in sci-fi um there's not a lot of overt references to akira besides you know the matrix and um you don't see it very often because it's hard to replicate without ripping off completely because it's so original and it's such so, so cool um I just wanted the only things I didn't bring up. We did we did talk about these things sort of, but I just kind of wanted to run down a list of the the direct references that I noticed. And it's Final Fantasy VII, it's Earthbound, um, the Trapper Keeper episode of South Park has Cartman actually turning into an Akira monster, the Stronger video by Kanye West. Um, Seeing having all of seeing all of those, they're so different. It's such a vast difference between those things that i mentioned and they've influenced them all so greatly that i have to give this movie a really hard hardline 4.5 the only reason it's not a full five is because i had to watch a i don't speak japanese and i had to watch a bad like the dub isn't very good the dub could be a lot better i wish they would recut the dub and do a modern it cost them a million dollars to fix it the first time i didn't uh I bet they'd make a billion dollars if they did it again, though. I can't even find any evidence of this other dub, so we'll have to talk about that after. I have it right here. I know you do. I, that's <laughs> the proof. The proof is in your hand, my friend. But four point five, four point five out of five, and it only loses points because, uh, you know, it's an old, it's old media. Um, but it's an easy sell to people to tell them to watch Akira because most people have seen it already, and. If you're a fan of animation, if you're a fan of action, if you're a fan of sci-fi, if you're a fan of violence, it's so violent, but like in the best way, like animating that violence is so fucking intricate and cool. I, it's, it's a highly recommend for me and it always has been and it always will be. Take it away, Sleeve. Sleeve. My God. Uh, okay. Oh God. All right. <clears throat> Akira. Good movie. Um, I all right, thanks, not... Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am a big fan of animation. I really do like anime, but I have a big problem with a lot of anime. Um, I think that a lot of anime uh, falls into a samey category in terms of how they animate, in terms of what they do, in terms of their storytelling. And I find myself, it's difficult for me to get into animated television shows, uh, or sorry, Japanese animated television shows a lot of the time because it it seems like I'm always watching the same stuff. Mm. Um, I love Cowboy Bebop. I love uh, Samurai Champloo. Uh, I really liked, afro samurai which is out, like one that oh it's so good shout out vampire hunter d in that list okay uh i haven't seen it so i can't oh you should because it's it fits in that list very okay. well. we should do afro samurai at some point as well um in terms of tv shows i'm familiar 
especially with all the ones we already talked about when I was a kid, I was very, very into anime and it was, I think it was just the style. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Looney Tunes style animation, but like they have this sort of elasticity in terms of how they animate and anime really replicates that in a lot of ways in terms of their action. Uh, but this movie has its like own visual identity. And even when it comes down to like what you think of in terms of typical anime isn't really represented in this movie. It's, it has been replicated and it is similar to stuff that came before it. But when you're watching it, you don't feel like you're falling into the tropes of Japanese animation. Uh, if anything, you're just, constantly and continuously blown away by what they're doing and how they're doing it and it's so visually amazing that i i as i said before i had trouble even following along with the subtitles that i almost wished that i had put on the english dub so that i could have just like sat back and watched what was happening uh, which i might do uh, maybe this weekend because i really really enjoy the visuals and i want I just soak them up again. Uh, I think that the movie accomplished so much in world building simply through visuals and action. Um, what the people were doing and where they were and their environment and just the, you know, illustrious, beautiful, glowing buildings that are encroached upon by piles of garbage and muck and what the people are living in is you know it, it just tells its own story without ever having to shove it down your throat you know what these kids are going through just based on what they're doing they're a biker gang of teenagers and they're all arguing over whose bike is better and obviously Kanata's <laughs> bike is the best he's got a jacket that match and pants that matches his bike he's clearly the best one right, yeah. um so for me, you know, again, like the, I could talk forever about the animation. It's so good. But uh, if I had to give it a rating, I would give it 23 frames out of 24 frames a second. Nice. Uh, the music is amazing. It does its job completely appropriately. Um, everything is told sensibly and it, it can be difficult to follow, but at the same time, like, if you just kind of like sit back and let the visuals tell the story, you'll 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 be able to get carried through to the end, and you'll understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, and you'll you'll let you'll let your you know your sensibilities will will understand what's happening. It's a shitty world. Everybody's fighting, and nobody is a good good guy. Nobody is a bad guy. There is literally no villain in this movie, and there's no hero in this movie. The entire movie is just people existing in a world that has been completely destroyed by people. And it's kind of, uh, you know, the world. That's kind of our world that we live in every day. So uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I would recommend this movie. I give it 23 frames out of 24 frames a second. And that's my rating. That's something we didn't touch on, eh? It takes place in 2019. Yeah. Another thing is like 20, I think 2020 was when Japan held the Olympic Games and like there's a scene in an Olympic studio. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, that's one of the subplots of the movie that this Olympic stadium is being built. Don't get the conspiracy theorists going, guys. Oh, Leave God, that yeah. to me. And then underneath the stadium, it's just a giant blob of what's that ivermectin? 
It's like yeah. that's what he turned those into. Are, yeah. yeah, those are two. He put it. He injected too much ivermectin into his body. Yeah, and hydro, hydrochloroquine. Yeah. I give this movie uh, realizing your inner power and using it for good. <laughs> Out of what? <laughs> using it for bad? <laughs> it's, it's like Perfect. one or the other. Okay, you nailed it. Nailed it. Right. Uh, and on that note, hey, you didn't uh, say anything. You just gave it a rating. You didn't give a no. Final... I did. I did. I did my final thought, but I forgot to add the rating. Yeah, he did. You'll, you'll see it on playback. Don't worry. Did I zone out? No. Yeah, you were playing with your TikTok or something. No, he did. That's when he was like, and with that, I give it your final thoughts. Oh, sorry. I love you, Kalen. I love both of you. Uh, but on that note, for Jason and Steve, I'm Kellen. For Kaylin and Steve, I'm Jason. For Kaylin, for Jason, I am Steven. And uh, I just got to ask, hey, did you see this one?